Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your engine! Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of Shotgun. It is January 25th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I am doing fantastic. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain. Had a nice, eventful, low-key weekend. Why are you so happy and cheery, peppy? Oh, see Woo Kim back in the uh, winner's circle. That's uh, somebody that you know has held out hope that there would be a return of see Woo to the uh, greater golf world. That's great. You know, the NFC Championship uh, game made me smile. The results of that. So yeah, in, in I, they way, were begging for way, some calls a... there, the Packers. Oh. They were begging on a few of those, waiting for the flags to come in, and it just never kind of materialized in the way I think you were expecting or you, you, you talk about. So, yeah, now it seems like could be team turmoil up there. They don't go for it, never get the ball back. Aaron Rodgers says he's done. I don't well, know, man. It could be the worm could be turning for the Bears. They might have might have done it to themselves. It could, you know, it could be one of those great cases of self sabotage. You know, Rodgers uh, Rodgers gets excited. They're trading up in the draft. Thinks that he's getting a new receiver, flashy new receiver. Might help today. Might help that they had another <laughs> receiver. But uh, instead, they drafted the uh, heir apparent. It's looking like a Bucks uh, Chiefs Super Bowl, which I, I got to be honest doesn't excite me. Nothing against either of those teams or their fan bases, but of all the options, doesn't seem. I don't know. I've Just got a soft kinda, spot yeah. in my heart for the for the Bucks. You know, I had, my buddy had a Tom Brady, uh, plucky underdog. Well, my buddy, uh, my buddy was a he's a he was a ticket broker for a while. We called him Tony Tickets, and uh, <laughs> he one of the he he had season tickets because he's a ticket broker. He had all these random season tickets. He had season yeah. tickets to the the Buccaneers, so he'd get sent like Buccaneers stuff all the time. So he yeah. had this cooler that said, "It's a Bucks life." And, you know, we would just, we, it was at my apartment for years. So I had this Bucks cooler for years. So, you know, I kind of just, I, I think about it all the time, actually. When, it, when things are going well, I think to myself, it's a Bucks life. What about a, what a roundabout way to become a Bucks fan? Uh, uh, that's quite a, quite a tale. Tony Tickets, fan. you know, reminds just me. A soft you, you're talking about your fr- Friend named Tony Tickets reminds me we never talked last week about Erlocker getting pardoned by uh, Trump on the last day out because you know you're talking about your friends with these names. I'm thinking of sweaters and Mick. I don't think they got it, but but Casey Erlocker did get the the last second pardon on the Trump's last day. Big day for Erlocker, who his brother featured prominently today in the coverage again uh, he yeah. was all these celebrities we'll talk about that in a little bit but diamond resorts i was trying to watch the golf i got a lot of brian urlacher a little marty fish a lot, a lot of that going on so where should we start what event it was a full slate do you want really. to start do you want to start 
at the dive resorts. I yeah, think that's sure. The one, I mean, I think from a, it was a great golf tournament, you know. Was granted, it? we, I think the it was exciting because you had kind of this three, three horse race coming down the stretch between the Corda sisters and Danielle Kang, but then yeah, at the same time we had to watch, we watched more shots of the blowout of the celebrity contest. It wasn't even close. That was the thing that drove me nuts. It wasn't even close. I mean, granted, nobody, none of the other women were really close to that, but it, right. there was way too much Marty Fish. Way, they, the other thing, how slow do they play, the celebs? Oh, it was awful. It was awful. Well, we had, you know, we talked about the T-sheet the other day about how there was a bunch of celebs and they didn't even have women to play with, pros to play with. And uh, Will Knights did the math. What did he say? There were 75 celebrities or something. And 20, there's only 25 women in the field, 25 pros. It's like the pro event is just sort of like this sideshow. So not even How about the, the music? main attraction. You know, I thought that was great. But don't let the music overshadow the 18th scene, my favorite part. Don't let the music distract you from that hideous half-built McMansion home rising up from the left side of the screen on the Vista. It's just like sticking out like a sore thumb. It's just this exposed frame of a house next to the 18th green. That was that was just all-around circus. Everybody's waiting. There's loud music blasting. Like, one point, I think, like, Snoop Dogg was playing. It was just all sorts of stuff. It was, it was kind of amusing. Then the women, obviously, I guess, have an option to turn it off or... I guess so. This was a celebrity event before it became an LPGA event. I think they used to do this with Champions Tour players. Um, that course doesn't do much for me either. But you know, I I might have played that one actually. And the Ritz, like they're like they look exactly the same. Actually, the, those Orlando courses. But, You've played a lot. Played a lot of golf in in Orlando at high high profile places. I, did you play that one with Grayson Murray too? No, I did it. Hi, what are you talking about? I get, um, but, so can I? So I, I got. Go I ahead. got two screens set up this afternoon, because I had three. I, yeah, I had. I was flipping between the 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 football and the and the PGA tour on the TV, but I was I mo I watched mostly the women's golf, um, because uh -huh. it was on my laptop. It was right in front of my face, and yeah, the music on that 18th green. For for five minutes, I was like feverishly trying to figure out what the on my computer was playing music. I thought it was an <laughs> ad. I'm having to close all my tabs. I'm like I'm checking Spotify. That's I'm good. thinking my yeah. phone might be playing. I I'm trying to figure it out, and then I finally was like, "Oh my god, this is from the golf." Was that necessary? Like, who's asking for that? What is that for? I know they had some fans there, but I, I just don't know what that's doing. And if you're going to do it, why isn't it all over the course? Why is it just 18? I, I don't understand that. It was just a bizarre choice. I mean, um, that's pretty good. So I, you, you A lot of people figure. were obviously up in arms about the celebrities and the coverage and everything. And I think just in general, I wanted to say that Anytime celebrities get involved with golf, it's not good. Men's or women's yeah. coverage. 
Yeah. Um, the reason this event was on network TV is because of the celebrity component. Is that right? You know, you think I, why is the Tahoe tournament on a network TV? Well, that's a, yeah, I guess that thing makes money. Like does really well that, uh, Tahoe I, one. so I, I think like this, it draws like, you know, it draws eyeballs, but I think what needs to happen going forward is like the AT&T Saturday is unbearable at the yeah, AT&T. Yeah. It's, it's all about the celebrities. Sunday needs to right. be about the, the golf tournament, the, the actual professional golf. Yeah. Tournament. The professional golf I, tournament. You know, I was watching the early coverage on golf channel and I was just like, they, the leaders were maybe at like six, seven holes. And I kept, they were showing Michael Flasky, the, the whatever CEO of the, this goofball with his own logo. He's yeah. got this like skull and cross. He's selling his own lo- personal merchandise. Like, I yeah, he know. has commercials on there about it. People want Diamond Resort CEO mer- merchandise. I don't know, but maybe they do. So he, they're showing him playing. They're showing Erlocker got, and I was like, huh, they're showing a lot of celebrities here and not a lot of the, the pros. And then it went to NBC, and it was just a free-for-all. Golf Twitter worked up in arms, and, and rightfully so. But I will say, that's a good turn. I'm heartened by the fact that we are now giving the LPGA the appropriate scrutiny. Appropriate, we, it's elevating the game. If Golf Twitter's pissed off and has spicy, hot coverage takes, that means you're, you're, you're in the, right in the square. That you're, means you're people are watching. Position one, yeah. So, I mean, I, I had three screens going. I had the first game, the NFL, and, uh, and like, Bob Hope. Who on won one, that and game? That on, uh, <laughs> the, the Bucks, Tony Tickets team. Um, <laughs> but, so I had a – and the, I, I gave LPGA the main screen with the sound and all that. It kind of just, like, it was – interminable it just wouldn't i felt like i was getting one shot every 15 minutes it really sucked the life out of me out of the tournament it just i i felt like i i don't know it just the pacing of it was horrendous and you've only got 25 women in the field i don't know what happened you know that was a late decision to not repair um uh, to repair with no celebrities in the group because usually it's a mishmash of everyone and i think even Danielle Kane said she found out like Saturday night that they weren't playing with any of the amateurs and she was kind of bummed about it. But then allegedly the, the last three celebs were supposed to play behind them, but they ended up in front of them and it wasn't just those three, like the entire course must've just been gridlock and they've only got 25 women in the field. I, at one point I Googled sunset Orlando yeah, and that never like I don't think they really ever threatened that because it was like six o'clock. I mean, but, if that you know, goes that one more, go if it goes hole. one more playoff hole, it was going to be a problem. What a disaster that would be! Twenty five in the field, they can't get done before dark <laughs> for a second uh, year was, in a row. It, it was a good finish. I just like I I came into it with such enthusiasm and an- anticipation and it really sort of sucked got the life sucked out of it given the pace and I mean, why why do they have these they got the United Kingdom passport the travel whatever these these food stations set up like it's Disney World where you go around Epcot to all the different countries I mean are there even that many fans there and all of a sudden now it's Daniel Kane in quarter like bombing them over there in this little grove of this this food station and then they they've got 
golf carts or whatever. She can't putt because some there's commotion. There's some yeah. jamoke driving the shuttle around. Like it was kind of a it was impossible to watch the last hour or so. It was very very sluggish. Anyways, go ahead. Remember, golf is better without fans. That's true. That's true. Larry Fitzgerald talking about how his one goal was to not hit a spectator. And they're like, oh, well, that's good. I'm glad you didn't, didn't do that. I'm glad you achieved. It was like, oh, actually, I hit somebody today. They didn't let him finish the sentence. It's like, but it looks like he'll be all right. They're showing just so much of the superfluous nonsense and fluff. I don't, I, you know, I don't to be fair, are watching that. One thing I will say, just, I'm just going to defend golf channel NBC for a second i know that tom abbott abbott got covid this week like big part of the broadcast and i don't know maybe some of the other team had complications i don't know if that could have played a factor but being without one of your lead guys might sure hinder that could impact how they you know how much fluidity and how many places they could go i don't know i'm not trying to i will say before we pile too much on coverage, they might have been dealing with, you know, circumstance. It seemed like they only really had like two cameras. They had like it was bad. they were either on Hicks group, Hicks and, and Marty Fish, or we were on the Kank group. It just seemed like they were only covering the two groups. Aaron Hicks is like lining, always turning oh his ball. Is just most deliberate, like putting his ball down to putt. It was just ridiculous, and then. I don't know. It it was, it just, I wish like the story would have been more about the Corda and, and Danielle yes. Kane. And I mean, Kane kind of, I wouldn't say she blew it, but she didn't play her best of the week towards the back nine. Uh, Corda credited the 15, 20 minute wait with like kind of getting her back in, in, uh, in the groove. She was like, mm-hmm. we, we got caught up to the celebrities and got the chat and that kind of like laid you know, got me more laid back and eased up on the 13th hole. It was just, so it did impact it a little bit, at least according to Corda's own testimony. It was a great finish too. She bombs one in, she wins, she she goes and takes it in the playoffs. So, yeah, Um, I think one of the things that was lacking, uh, from it versus like a regular tournament is where you're watching the groups ahead play those closing stretches of holes and you're kind of seeing, what's happening, what's unfolding in the feel of the tournament, where people are getting strokes back, you know, like perfect example is Cantley's going nuts at PGA West. A bunch of other guys are going nuts from, you know, 13 through six, 16 at PGA West. And you're like, Oh, these holes, you can go get it. And then you see Wu's there at 21 under. And you're like, well, he probably could get at least one or two in the stretch. And sure enough, he does, you know, they just seemed really hamstrung. You're right. I mean, but but I'm telling you, earlier on the Golf Channel coverage, when I was watching it, locked in there, it was like the smorgasbord of uh, they were moving around, but it was all celebrity stuff. It was all celebrity, and, and they, they could tell you could tell they were getting the heat because like that Flasky guy in a CEO interview it was like uh, the defensive without even being asked about it. Like celebrities have always, always been a part of this event. You know the the. LPGA players love them, love it. We love them. It's, you know, it adds a lot. And I, I just think, like you said, by Sunday, they kind of need to take a back seat. You want to know what my favorite part of this tournament was? What's that? Did you see the one hole-in-one prize on the front? What you get for a hole-in-one? Yeah, the, 
no. the, the, the cart with the PSG bag on it or whatever it was. I'm not even talking about that one. I'm talking about another one, another part three. Lifetime, <laughs> lifetime, a lifetime, free lifetime at uh, Outback Steakhouse. What? What a hole in what? That seems pretty hazardous to your health. Not you to mention eat the people onions, that are getting steak? it probably would never go there. Right. How many like, times have you been to an Outback in your entire life? I think it's less than twice. three. It might be only once. Yeah, yeah once, once or twice. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I've seen it all the time, but it Free never Outback is... Steakhouse for life. Bloomin' Onion, just go out and become 800 pounds. Thick boy, Bryson might be in on that. Just go eat steak. He, he might have, you know, buckled down on, on that, that part three. But I don't think I've ever seen that for part three. I got a I got a message um, from somebody. You know how the storyline about Marty Fish was he hasn't been playing much golf. Yeah, this could be unsubstantiated. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna keep the guy anonymous in case he, you know, might be bumping elbows at uh, at the same club or has some sort of intel yeah, on this. Sure. But he messaged me and he said so much talk about Marty Fish never playing. He's a plus two, belongs to Bel Air Country right. Club, and has played every day of 2021. Really? Huh. Wonder, was he posting scores? Could we check that? I don't know. Huh. Interesting. I, there was a lot of that. Like, he hasn't played much because he had some injury or something. Uh, he, he never played. I know he's really good. He wins a lot of these or is competitive in a lot of I them. don't think he's an uh, am, though. Like, a lot of those guys aren't am golfers because they turn pro to accept the earnings. At you know what? That? Like Tahoe or something? Yeah. So a lot of the yeah. pro golfers aren't uh, – the amateur golfers, the celebrity just... amateurs aren't actually amateurs. They're pros. They turn pro yeah. so they can to collect earnings. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Ah, uh, I guess. I it's not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they see it as a, I don't know, little side hustle or something. I I don't know. Um, anything else from this event? What's the worst par three prize hole in one you've ever seen? And is it Outback for life? I, I just don't think anybody wants that. I'll tell you what the worst prize is. The prize that everybody gets. You know, every every Saturday and Sunday morning they tee it up. Where you have to buy everybody drinks buy when her. you get a whole one. It's another uh, another kind of support for your argument that whole out eagles might be whole outs from the fairway might it's be better just, than it's without a qu without question. You know, Garrett was telling me that there was a a, a whole one on a par six at some course recently. <laughs> what? Oh, I think I did see that in the aggregation universe <laughs> somewhere. The hole has a, a crisscrossing a, a, a cart path that zigs and zags across the fairway. Apparently, the ball <laughs> just rocketed down the cart path. <laughs> so I can't imagine, the, of course, the par six would have poor cart path placement all over the fairway. That doesn't make sense. Uh, I went to, I right. went to a golf Anything course a couple the, of weeks ago. Oh, on the tr trip down that had a par six and it was like their claim to fame one one 
one thing it was famous for was the front nine was Donald Ross, and then the back nine has had its seventeenth hole had a par six that at one point was the longest hole in the world. And it was arguably maybe the most offensive hole I've ever seen in my life. It was awful. It the slope of the fairway it, where you hit your tee shot, it was like a, a sledding hill. And I I went into the pro shop afterwards because I I just was curious and I I said hey you know that seventeenth hole you know there's this old guy in there and I'm like he's like yeah I'm like people like it and he's like I mean it, it's kind of one of our claim to fame so, you know it was the longest yeah. hole in the world at one point and I'm like hey let me ask you in the summer when it gets you know it's firm out there can you keep a ball in that fairway and he's like. He's like, oh, no, no way. Can't do that. <laughs> and the funniest thing, so the, it's just this, like, it's like a, imagine it's your sledding hill. You're hitting, that's yeah. the fairway. And then right at the bottom of the sledding hill, there's a cart path and a creek. Oh. So, so, the ball's so they just, just bounce in, hit the cart path into the creek. <laughs> Par six. That's great. Uh, anything else from LPGA? I mean, Jessica Corda, oh. I didn't realize it's full three years since she's won. Yeah, it had been a while. Full that three. putt she made yeah. in the playoff was awesome. I loved how quickly she hit the putt. You know, right? I feel like what happened in, in regulation, she hit a really good putt, but she took so much time, and then Kang hit that terrible putt that was like five feet short from the same spot i think she got kind of psyched out then she probably was worrying about hitting it too hard but then that in the in the playoff she just got up and just committed and hit it you know it was it was a great putt not to mention so like a great kind of sunday close but also saturday she shot 60 i think she shot 28 maybe on the back but uh 126 on the weekend what did yeah she shot 928 uh with and birdied 18 on saturday i think yeah there were only five players in lpga tour history have, have shot 60 and no one's done it since 08 so they went low on this uh whatever that is four seasons lock tranquilo or whatever it's called so it's, it's gotta She's, be crazy go playing against you know and i'm obviously like the williams sisters in tennis have gone through this for decades but it's got to be crazy playing against your sister, like in a final group of a tournament like that, you know? Sure, sure. It's, it's probably a little disorienting. I know the Williams sisters always talk about it. they hated it, never ever wanted to be on like the same side of the draw or anything like that. So it, it's probably a little disorienting, for sure. Uh, okay, congrats to her. She's it's her first win in like three years. I thought she had a major, but I guess she doesn't. So, um, congrats. It was, a, you know, like you said, small field, but, you know, very stout leaderboard coming down the stretch. All right. Uh, on the Where PGA do you want to go tour, now? Should we do that? I don't know. Should we go to the Sultan of the Stadium courses? See, Will? People, you know, everybody, the, the tours trotting out. I think Sean Martin was the first person to, you know, point out Si Woo Kim's uh, Pete Dye aptitude when he was leading the heritage yeah. a couple years ago oh but they really? blew that oh, okay 
Yeah, he blew. I mean, everybody thought he was going to win that. And now everywhere, it's, you know, Siwoo Kim, Pete Dye, you know. Oh, really? That's yeah. the thing now? I just thought it was interesting. These stadium courses with Island 17th Greens, it's just like put them down. Siwoo is conquering the world like that. Um, I, I was right. really impressed so, with Siwoo coming down the stretch, especially considering how he lost the last time where he missed, you know, at Heritage, he missed four putts of four. He was up two shots with four to go, ended up losing on 18, and he had missed four. He missed four putts inside of eight feet on the last four holes. Yeah. Yep. So it was impressive uh, to see him that. just like kind of smoothly get it done today. Big birdie putt on 17. That was the difference maker. Uh, it's his third win. He's won, you know, the players. Hey, you know, they're doing all these defining moments. Like, you see these ads are running on the mm -hmm. players now. It's like they're picking out, you know, guys and defining. It's Ricky is, of course, prominently featured. His shot into 17 when he won it. And Fred Couples. It's like, see, Wu was winning the tournament. I don't think they get, they mocked up a defining moment commercial for see, Wu, But they should. They should. He's... I was going to do the Ricky comparison, but I'm not going to do that today. Ricky, Ricky was a Friday topic. So, you know, uh, but Ricky, yeah, I mean, Ricky didn't have three wins by his 25th birthday. I don't want to do it. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. How old is Siwoo now? 24, 25. 25. Okay. Still not out of military service. There's articles on that. Uh, it's, you know, the players, if ever, like maybe we'll let the Korean army, Korean military is the official arbiter, the final arbiter of what's a major and what's not a major. If the players can't get them out of the military service, then I think that's our answer. I think that's our final judgment on the player's championship. But hey, this can is I, third. Uh, it was, go ahead. Can I give you a stat from Justin Ray? Yeah. Sure. I got a couple from him, but this is a good okay. one. Three plus PGA Tour wins at 25 or younger international players since uh, in the last 40 years. Did you see this? No. Rory McIlroy, Sergio Garcia, Hideki Matsuyama, John Rahm, Adam Scott, and Siwoo. Pretty good company. Very good company. Pretty good. I, why don't we talk more? Why don't people talk more about him? Siwoo, because he's yeah. feast or famine. That is true. That stretch does kind of. That's just... Yeah. I mean, I, I. It's a he's a confusing player. He's really good yeah. when he's in the mix. It's you know he's in the mix, but then he yeah. can go and look like a you know look like a minor league tour player for months on end. And. <laughs> Um, yeah, well, you know, he's not minor league with that sweater though. Live under par. They may be trying to, I don't understand how this is, how this hasn't been changed or adjusted. Still going with the live under par PGA tour sponsorship sponsored by the league in which he's playing. I don't get it, but it, it, was, it was a great, uh, site. I, this is, I've, I've thought a couple about a couple scenarios where, why he has this sponsorship and the one that i i've thought about this intently and the only thing i can come up with was they were doing some sort of like ad shoot or something for the for the players and siwoo didn't have a sponsor 
And they're like, we can't have this guy that won a few years ago not sponsored. Oh, so that's a good theory. Him a bone. But now that's he's like using my their only slogan theory. That is just the slogan that brings back nothing but bad memories that they've allegedly, you know, buried. I don't know. I someone said he had PJ Tour going down his back too, like a big logo on the PJ Tour on the back sweater. It's just here's an alter- alternative. To theory. He's gonna win a lot. What, what if C. Wu just stitches it on himself? What if he's like Pat Reed, not sponsored by the PGA Tour, but likes just to happy have to be it out there? Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> happy to be on tour, enjoys the slogan. He's kind of celebrating the, this workplace. That could be. Could, that could be an option. I can, I, like I actually theory. now kind of think that might be the case. <laughs> See, um, was a big right. shotgun start fan too. That's true. That's true. He shouted out the Bixby coffee blind and all sorts of things. Oh my gosh, we got a big fight happening in the Bills Chiefs game. Um, all right. Anything else from Siwoo? He's gonna win again, right? He just made made ten cuts in a row and then show up and do the whole Jim Herman. Patrick Cantlay was the other big charger. Made the cut on the number. Shot sixty five, sixty one on the weekend held the clubhouse lead for a long time, really until Siwoo made that putt on 17. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any Cantlay reactions. He's really good at golf. We sort of knew that. It was an astounding weekend on a course that's, you know, that was too hard, right? 30 years ago or 87. Yeah. I was trying to look up the stadium course history, and uh, for some reason I just thought I'd been there a lot longer at this, like 15, 20 years. But besides 87, it wasn't well, until yeah, 2016 they got they brought it, it back. Off. I know. I, I for for some reason thought it had been at least part of the rotation for a while now. But they um, used it a ton for Q school. Right. That's yeah. That's right. That's what it was. So with um, Cantley, we're in this weird spot. He kind of symbolizes a lot of what's going on with golf, and Hatton's kind of in this boat too. We have this. We have like the old guard almost with like the DJs. I I mean, and I don't. I think Justin Thomas, but we have these, like, we have the, a core group of guys that are, you know, the bona fide superstars, but I feel like we have all these other guys. There's so many of them that are all in this, like, one to three win club, but they're top 10 players, but they have not won a lot. You know, you okay. got more, like, Morikawa... I think is well on his way. He's young. He hasn't played in that many, but then you got Xander, you've got Cantley, you've got, uh, you know, I think like I, even like Patrick Reed falls into this bucket. I guess. So what is your, what I just, is, do you have any larger pronouncement my, from that observation or just kind of, it's where we are. It's a, it's a sort of a lot of depth without a lot of, superstars sticking out or what do you mean i mean well what, what i think I dustin was, johnson separated himself clearly yeah like dustin dustin john rom jt separated them uh, you know rory is in a different class obviously but then i look at like cantley and i'm starting to like feel like okay he's one of the best five or six players in the world but he only has two wins i was gonna say 
What does he have? He's got the the Zozo and the recent. Zozo. Oh, he's got three the wins actually. Or Sherwood Forest. Three wins. He won Memorial too, right? Yeah. He won Memorial. But it's like um, I'm almost in this spot where I I think he's one of the five best players in the world, six best players. He's definitely one of the most consistent, but there aren't a lot of wins to speak of. And I feel like Xander's in the same boat. I feel like there are a lot of players in that kind of boat would Finau be in that boat <laughs> god I think he's like that caliber player Xander and Cantlay but certainly doesn't have the wins 35 yeah, top 10 since 2016 what more I can you say I, he was terrible I, yeah. on Sunday he was not good he hid in the water he shot 68 when you know everybody was shooting 66 or better Felt like, you know, Siwoo shot 64, Cantley 61, Cameron. You know, it just, it was a, a, an unimpressive final day for Tony Finau. And not totally surprising. I were, I mean, even more than like the, the, the objective numbers, like it looked bad too, right? There were a lot of putts where it just, it reminded me of the Mac O'Grady quote. It felt like a grenade when the putter blade hit the ball. There, he just was so just tentative stroking it um so it's that that i found even more alarming than just kind of the lack of even factoring towards the end so mm -hmm. um do you have a dump in the cup nominee while we're on the subject of fiend out there are a couple max homa friends of the program or people we like at least max homa we had bfb was nominated i guess he went like bogey 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 over the last four holes to like just take a huge tumble uh, Rich, no, he Richie Rinsky. What what did he do? Shot three three over today. Fell the T twenty one after being yeah. you know I think it was in the second to last group. Yeah. He needs those points too. He he seems like a points guy, would be big into his points. You know, it was a big week for uh for boy from Bratislava, Rory Sabatini. Why? T twelve. I mean he's Yeah. Yeah. But he the way he, kind he of racks up coming in. Yeah, the way he racks up T forty, T thirtieths. This is all <laughs> he needs. He keeps his card. He got one T twelfth and and fifteen T fortieth and you got a card on the PGA tour. So But he played the last three holes of four over. He was like T three, T four there for a minute. I think he's the just, dump in the oh, cup. I think he might be. Just he must have hit in the water at 17. Just complete. That, that's where he dumped in it. So that uh, that hole is crazy. What? Well, it is. Why? What do you What do you mean? Just the rock. Like it's just like I, I'm the always rocks. amazed that how how good a shots guys had. You know the thing about this tournament. It always seems to be a good good finish. Does it? Yeah. We had Adam Blanc uh, outduel Phil a couple years ago. We had Rom. Yeah. Then you know yeah. Landry was. I can't remember exactly what happened. I blacked that out of my memory. Um, but uh, last year, yeah. yeah. But but I feel like it always is a pretty good tournament. It always comes down to eighteen. But then it's like the opposite of Scottsdale, where it's like there's drama, but then there's never a playoff here. Yep. Yep. I that's fair. That's fair. Uh I heard we had a message too that someone was 
someone on the broadcast, I think international feed, called um, Tom Kim's caddy Sir Topham Hat. So apparently that that nickname has now made its way to the TV broadcast, international feed, golf TV. But I would love it if we could get Thomas the Tank, Thomas uh, the Train, his caddy going is officially Topham Hat now. That that would be good. Um, anything else? Um, See now we don't need to dump on him any more than we did. Cantley was astounding. Siwoo, uh, whatever. I, I, this is a B level event, right? B. I, I was. I, that's pretty generous. I know. I know. What are your what? I mean, what if this is a B level event, how many are? A I was trying to be events? nice. I was just trying to say it's not like a top of the line event. Is basically what I was getting at. So maybe we Siwoo's should grade them all. We could do that. I mean, we might hurt some feelings, but we, we can do that one day. Anything else from uh, the Bob Hope or whatever it's called, American Express? That pace what? of play was not great either. I mean, those guys, I don't know what was happening there with with just waiting on 18T, waiting to hit into 18. I know it's par five, but just a lot of waiting around in the last hour. Too. Well, what's happened is that nobody's been held accountable for uh, slow play for 30 years. So... True. Someone only, said Rory, there's only only people that are held c- accountable are local Louisiana club pros. <laughs> Someone said Rory, JT, and Westwood were put on the clock over in Abu Dhabi. Like I think I, Pat- none of those guys are slow. Patrick Cantley was put on the clock or warned. Slugger came up to him and warned. I don't think they were put on the clock. Okay. Uh, I don't have anything I, else on PGA. I got one West. other thing. Doug Gim. Great week. He he was a guy that didn't have a great rookie campaign, but he's got this like uh this bonus year. So maybe this is the start of something. That's right. For him. Hey, you know, one more thing. I heard on the broadcast some point this weekend. I don't know if it was yesterday or today. They called PGA West the home of American golf, home of Western American golf. Oh. Which I know there's a lot of golf courses there, but I just Seems I like mean, a like reach. Pebble Beach. I think you probably go to Monterey <laughs> Peninsula. I just haven't heard that before. They kept they kept touting the event as one of America's top rated courses, which that's not even a comment on the course. Like uh, the course could be good, it could be bad, but I don't think it's one of the top rated courses. Like it that's I'm just. I'm, I mean, if you, po- you picked uh, up like a 1990 Golf Digest <laughs> ranking, it would be. So I understand, but they kept running it this week. I'm just. I, I'm not saying the course is good or bad. I'm just uh, fact-checking them there. I don't think that's accurate. And then the home of Western American golf, I just, I, I doesn't, I, I, I don't know that I agree with that one, uh, uh, PGA West, but whatever. All right, let's move on. Should we do Champions Tour? No. Let's do the European Tour. <laughs> All right. European Tour, are you surprised Tyrrell chased down and beat Rory? No. No, not at all. This was the most foreseeable thing. If you'd asked me on Thursday, who do I pick to win? Who do I think has a better chance? I would have said Tyrrell. If you asked me last Saturday night, I know it's I hindsight. I can sound like a genius. But if you asked me in a month uh, or you asked me in two months, three months, Masters going to Sunday, the final group is Tyrrell and Rory, and they're within the shot of each other. I'm going to take Tyrrell right now. I just – I Wow. Right? This is not know. a shot against, I, I don't know. I just don't like, 
This was completely expected. Rory, let me read from John Huggin. McElroy's body language over the closing holes was one of the understand one of understandable resignation. His chance of a maiden victory in his 11th try in Abu Dhabi is outmatched only by his inability to win the Masters so far. It was noticeable too that his driving, such a potent weapon when going well, was significantly improved when it was evident he wasn't going to win. Clearly. Taking full advantage of his greatest asset, one under pressure, was, is, and has been an issue. So Huggins saying he started to drive the ball better on the back when it was clear he wasn't going to be able to win. Um, I don't know. I don't want to get too hot takey on Rory, but I just, I, as someone who tried to follow the game closely, I, I fully expected Terrell to go and take it, and he did. He's won four Rolex events now, by the way. He's a quite a Rolex uh, warrior there, so... I, I, I think it was, he, this I was think a great watch. Tied, tied for the most of all time. You know, I saw that Could stat be. floated out Could there, be. and I laughed because it's like the Rolex series has been around for like five years, four years. Rory, Rory, <laughs> that's true. Rory even got chased down by the pirate and passed. Finished I think there, he, there's part, partying on the high seas, the Scrivener household. It's a big paycheck for him. Big check. 710,000 euros for Scrivener. I mean, right? how about no. Hatton? He's got like four wins in the last 18 months. He won, he's won he should... some stout. He wins these Rolex events. He won, won Bay Hill. He's won big-time events. The thing that I'm kind of waiting for with Hatton is like he's had a few top tens at majors, but like he's got as many missed cuts as he has made cuts in majors. It's like that. He's the fifth ranked player in the world. Now it's Hatton's now in that, that ball into, into that ball game of like, I, I just need you to see you be relevant on Sunday in a major. That's fair. That's fair. Maybe my masters. He know, missed all the cuts last year. Hard. All I three. Know. I know that's, that's fair. He does. He is uh sort of a no show at the majors, but I, I guess it was just, Completely unsurprising that, you know, he chased down a beat roar. I, this is the kind of place where I would expect him to win or kind of situation where I'd expect him to pass Rory. Anyways, uh, anything else from Abu Dhabi? He should have gotten a two-stroke penalty for his shirt. The Adidas is just crime. I mean, it should have been – should have started with the two-stroke penalty for wearing that collar, what? blade, whatever it is, Henley something or other. So Why don't you give Fleetwood um, shit like you give Rory shit? What do you mean? Fleetwood was just not bad giving, on Sunday. I'm not giving Rory shit. I'm yeah, not. You, you I, hate Rory. I, I love Rory. I just, I had minimal expectations for him. Now he's got to go to Torrey Pines. He's doing this, the, the puddle jumper from Abu Dhabi to San Diego. Um, I guess, you know, that could become an issue, they said. Now with, um, with Biden. And the different protocols and things like that, where you're coming from uh, international, you know, you might have to wait like seven, ten days or something like that, where, or you might not be allowed in the country at some point. They don't know. Like they're they're watching that pretty closely with all these guys going to Saudi and different places. Um, I, I don't know. It's just something to watch. I, you know, Rory might not be able to play at Tory if it were a month later and they had enacted these different, you know, rules and regulations. So I, if I were an international the other way, 
Why? Because Americans we're, can't go anywhere. We have the uncontrolled spread right now. Yeah. yeah. Not inaccurate. But anyway, just from a from a sort of rules and regulations standpoint, it may be something to watch going forward. I love that Abu Dhabi. I think it's it's fantastic event. It's just such so comforting to wake up to the, the, those soothing tones. Um, they're off to Dubai next, so another one that I enjoy to watch. You know, late night, super and, early coffee golf. Josie's, uh, you know, had some sleep. Uh, I don't know. She's not sleeping as well. She's been getting up at like yeah. four thirty in the morning yeah. lately. So I, I watched a lot of that that tournament. <laughs> I'm telling you. I have fond memories of all my kids, you know, not sleeping in the middle of the night, watching that. That in the Sim Classic in October, the old the Kuala Lumpur in the middle of the night. We're always sort of nice companions with the, with the babies the, on your arm. Yeah, so. the soggy Sim Classic. <laughs> the DVC network extending all the way to Malaysia or Kuala Lumpur. So. Uh, all right, what else we got? Champions Tour. Darren Clark wins. Riding his cart, smoking his cigarette, putting the out. thickest I, of thick boys. I, he does not look healthy. I, these guys get to what do you win? Twenty three under in three days, three fifty four all events. I love the Saturday night finish. It's great. I, if I'm the Diamond Resorts guy, Mister Flasky, you know, out there, it's just running around looking for a pub. I might go like just do a Monday night finish or something like that. Try to get out from under the, the, I don't know, the championship Sunday in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. I would love it. That would have been great if they had the stage all themselves. I put it on the big screen, but it just would have been cool if they, I enjoyed the champions tour Saturday night. I, I mean, I wasn't like locked in, but I had it on in the background. Someone said they watched the whole thing and didn't see a putt. With more than two, one to two inches of break the entire time they watched. So these guys are just, uh, I find it, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm getting all these takes off here. First with Hat and Rory. Now, I think it's almost as more enjoyable than the PGA Tour right now. You got wow. different characters, different styles. You got some actual personality, some actual flair. It's not everybody just trying to hit 208 on the speed machine. I I I just I don't know. It it would now if they could get a little different course setup where it's not 25 under and 54 holes, we might enjoy 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 it a little more. But I, I just think there's some you know some sui generis styles and personalities. So anyways, maybe it's take. time to fire up the Champions Tour uh, fantasy league. After your big endorsement, I I will say this. I will say this that you know, without really thinking, I gravitated towards the women's tournament today, and with my dedicated feed, I was I was flipping back and forth with the PGA Tour and the NFL game, but the women was permanently on. Right. Right, right. Um, no, it, that's fair. So that's all I got for... Uh, I, one thing I wanted to know, where does the cart come from and where does it go? Because Clark is like walking sometimes from green to tea, 
Or Maybe the caddy. Hole. I don't think the caddy's allowed in it. I have, he's got to be, I guess. I, I. Maybe it he just a, disappears a and driver. shows up. Yeah, Maybe he might Damon have a Gre- third team Damon member. Damon Green could be doing it. So I was confused because it would just go away for a hole or two, and then all of a sudden it was there, and he was motoring down the the fairway, or he's going to the next tee. I, I, I don't know. Do you think they should be allowed to use carts for the older, the senior circuit? Sure, why not? You know, feels a yeah, feels a little draconian to crack down on them on that. But all right, anything else? Hawaii? That was it for Hawaii. Then we're done. For a while. Hwilei. Um, Hwilei and Hwilei. I don't have any news. Do you? No. I I will I shout out any the news. South. We got college golf back. Southwestern Invitational. Brentley Romine right. wanted us to talk about that. Which Monday to Wednesday, Golf Channel. 4.30, 7.30. There you go. What I was talking about with the LPGA. A little, little like kind of close to prime time. It's at uh, Westlake Village, North Ranch Country Club. Is that, do you say, when you think Southwest, do you think Los Angeles area? No. I think like Arizona. I mean, technically, yeah. Technically, it's the most Southwestern yeah, it, part of the country, Yeah, it's definitely Southwest, right? though. Yeah. It's, it's without but a doubt say, Southwest. Here's, hey, here's a good example. Southwest region of, you know, of a, or West Coast region, say they, I guess never mind. I was thinking NCAA bracket is West, not Southwest. West is but I feel like they always have the Southwest regional. Uh, No, it's just the West regional. I think. Well, they have the Southwest. They have different pots, you know. They have West, South, Midwest, and and East are the four. Yeah, but then there's like a smaller. I guess there oh, the sub maybe. Yeah. I don't know. All I'm saying is Southwestern Invitational. I assumed it was, you know, in Arizona or something like that. But it's in Los Angeles. They got, I don't know. It's the 42nd edition of this event. These are these are notes I was given. Past champions: Tiger, Corey Pavin, Billy Mayfair, Brian Watts has won it. Brian Watts, favorite favorite of this podcast. Uh, and you got everybody playing. Pepperdine's William Mao, Kevin Yu, Mac Minster, uh, Bill Holly Mao. Osborne, the, the brownie boy, eating his brownies out in Bandon. <laughs> Ollie Osborne is also in the field. So that that's something to watch for starting Monday. Anything else? We good? Nothing else. All right. Enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back Wednesday. And uh, big week coming. Big week.